and a very good day. This is Pastor Mark with Touch of God. Thank you for listening today. We want to continue the series of The Dwelling Place to talk about our intimate relationship with the Lord, trying to achieve, focus on that intimate relationship with the Lord each and every day of our lives. Amen. The Lord is so deserving of our love and our time, and He has so much for you. He wants to reveal the truth to you through His Word and through other means, through that still small voice that we can only hear when we have no distraction. And that can be just focusing on something with your mind that is not relating to the Lord or the things of the Lord. It could be just working on something and focusing your mind on something other than the Lord. Now, yes, some of us have work to do, jobs to do every day, and there are times when we need to focus on those things, but there are times when we need to come away from that. Maybe a lunch break, maybe a dinner break, maybe other breaks during the day. Maybe it's when you first get up in the morning. Maybe it's you getting up in the fourth watch of the night between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. and spending time in peace with the Lord so that you can hear His voice, so that He can speak to you and direct you in your life. Amen. That you can know based on reading His Word where you are and where you're going. And that's Psalm chapter 119, verse 105. The Bible says that the word of the Lord is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Let us make sure that the word is in our hearts, in our mouths, amen, so that we may not only speak it because we know it, but that word would become a light and it would validate our direction in life and where the Lord is directing us on that path. And let that path be narrow, amen, and not broad. We don't want to be on the broad, spacious path that leads to destruction. We want to be on the one that the Lord is on, amen. The Lord wants us to be on the narrow path and the one that few find. Well, let us be the few that find it, but let us also spread the gospel so more of the few are able to find it too, amen. Let us not keep this great secret to ourselves this great news to ourselves. So today, I wanted to encourage you, but I do have to speak about Matthew chapter 7, and it's verses 21 onwards. And remember that Jesus has just been talking about knowing people by their fruit, so that we can tell the wolves apart. Amen? The wolves in sheep's clothing. We can tell the false prophets from the true prophets. We can tell the false vine from the true vine, which is Jesus. Amen. Now, Jesus is saying in Matthew chapter 7, verse 21, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. So if you are doing the will of our heavenly Father, we will enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, Jesus, in another part of the word of God, said, that he does what he sees his father doing. And remember when Jesus' mother and father came to him after searching for him when he was a young lad, a young man, he said that he was about his father's business, even as a young age. And you can understand here that Jesus obviously came to the earth and he had to carry out a mission, the Lord's will, the father's will upon the earth. So Jesus came to carry out the Father's will. And the Bible says that Jesus came 
to destroy the works of the enemy. He destroyed the works of the enemy so that he could pay for our sins to be forgiven, for us to be reconciled back to God by the way of his blood on the tree as he was hanging on the tree, the cross. But he also has paid for our healing as well. Amen. So Jesus has paid for many things. He has carried out the will of the Father on the earth. And now he wants us to continue in his stead with him working through us on the earth. So he ascended so that the Comforter could come, the Holy Spirit. And now those of us who are true believers, amen, who have received in our hearts, open our hearts to Jesus, wanting him to come in and dine with us, according to Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. We have the creator of the universe within us, in our temple, amen? And our temple is sacred to the Lord, and we must keep it cleansed. We must keep it clean. We must keep our bodies clean. We must keep our thinking clean. We must just be holy as he is holy, according to Peter, amen? So we must do the best we can every day. And if we ever slip up and we commit a sin, we are not supposed to live in that sin and dwell in that sin and dwell in how bad we are and that we messed up, God wants us to immediately get back up off the floor and say to him, Lord, please forgive me for I have sinned. Please, I receive the cleansing of your blood to wash away that sin and for you to not remember it. First John chapter 1, verse 9 says that if we confess our sins, he is faithful to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. The cleansing is in our conscience. And we can hear God much more clearly with a cleaned and cleansed conscience. We don't want any dirt or filth in the way in our thinking. Amen. We do not want sin in our thinking. We don't want a sin consciousness. We want a righteousness consciousness. Amen. We want to know and believe and walk in the fact that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It's God's righteousness that he has placed in us, in Christ. So if we are in him, if we dwell with the Lord Jesus, if we abide in him, if we seek him, if we're in his word, that means that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It's not even doing right things every day. It is the righteousness of God. It's God's righteousness that he places upon us. Amen. And that is truly undeserved. But nevertheless, Jesus has has paid so preciously and God has given us a free gift of eternal life in his son, in Christ Jesus. He doesn't want us to perish. He wants us to live an eternal life. But the eternal life begins when we receive Jesus. And that's here on the earth. Eternal life doesn't begin in heaven. It begins at the moment that you give your life to Jesus. So, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. So you might be asking, what are we supposed to do? Well, do as Jesus did. The Bible says, as he is, so are we in this world. So we are him walking in this world. No, we're not God. We're not Jesus, but we're growing up into him, into all things, the stature of Christ. Now, we need to be walking this earth 
with Jesus walking and working through us and setting the captives free, laying hands on the sick, praying for people, casting out devils, raising the dead, and believing and praying for others to be reconciled back to the Lord, telling people about our testimonies, amen, so that they may realize that they have hope. If God delivered us, then they should have hope that God can deliver them too. Reassure them that they do not have to be perfect to come to the Lord. The Lord would tell them, come as you are. And we've done a series on that recently. Come as you are. The Lord is opening up his arms and he wants us to receive him in whatever state we are in. So encourage that person that they need Jesus. They may not want to admit it, but they do need Jesus and that Jesus has plans for their life that they may not otherwise fulfill without him. For without him, we can do nothing. We are not even a branch connected with his true vine. We are withered, withering away, and we are fruitless. Amen. If we are without Christ, if we are without connection to that true vine, our branch needs to be connected in Christ. We need to abide in him, dwell in him, so that that fruit may become plenteous and will remain so that we are sharing fruit and allowing fruit to be consumed by others who come along. Similarly to the situation with the tree uh, by the still waters, amen, with the roots down deep into the ground, no matter what drought comes, that tree will still bear fruit because the roots are deep. And so others will come along in a drought and be able to eat of the fruit. If I translate that now, if you were to spend, continue to spend time in the Word of God and to learn about the Lord and to abide and dwell and ask Him and questions and talk to Him and love Him and worship Him in spirit and in truth, just be one with the Lord, really, and do not separate yourself from Him. Do not just go to Him on a Sunday, but go to Him every hour just be aware that he's always with you and in you and wants to spend time with you. He knows sometimes you have to take care of things and to perform tasks, but know he's there with you even on those tasks and he can help you complete them. It is his good pleasure to give you his kingdom, the Bible says. God wants to give you everything he has. Why would he hold anything back? If he's given you his son, that should give you an idea of how much he loves you because why would he hold anything back? If he's given you his son, he has not held anything back. Amen. He has given you everything because everything is in Christ. The Godhead bodily in the fullness, amen, has been placed in Christ by the Father. So that is why the creator of the universe is within you wanting to walk in you and work through you as you decide with your free will to be obedient to the call to do what the will of the Father is, who is in heaven, according to verse 21. So if you see a problem on the earth, if you see someone in a wheelchair, you go over to them, you believe that the Lord will flow out of you so that that situation will be changed to look like what it should look like if that person was in heaven. And that wheelchair should disappear. That person should get up and be stronger and be healed and the wheelchair goes back to the wheelchair shop, amen, where it ever came from. The wheelchair is no longer needed. The crutches are no longer needed. If you are listening to this program today, which obviously you are, I pray right now, if you are on crutches, 
I speak to every bone, tendon, ligament, joint, and muscle in your body, and I call them right now, arise and shine, be healed, be whole, be strengthened right now in Jesus' name. Be aligned. You are complete in Christ. That means every bone is complete. Every muscle is complete. Every part of your hip is aligned and complete in him. So get up, rise up, and walk. Take up your bed and walk in the name of Jesus, and you shall be healed. Amen. Just believe by faith. I believe by faith that you are now healed with whatsoever you had before you started listening to this program. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that all headaches are gone, migraines are gone, all blindness has disappeared, and now they can see perfectly, not only with their physical eyes, but their spiritual eyes as well, in the name of Jesus. I just thank you, Lord, today that you're healing the hearts of those who are suffering with brokenheartedness. Lord, they have lost a loved one or they are missing a loved one from far away, maybe a prodigal son or daughter, Lord. We just pray for their salvation today. We pray, Lord, that you're protecting them and they will come back to that narrow path. They will come back home to you because, Lord, you are standing at the door as a beautiful, loving, heavenly father, the best parent there could ever be. We thank you, Lord, for your love for your creation today. We bless your holy name. We praise your holy name. It is higher than any other name. And you place your word before that. You place your word above your own name. So we thank you, Lord, that your word today is forever settled in heaven. It cannot be shaken. It cannot be changed. And we thank you, Lord, today that we can trust and stand on your word. Lord, it is the rock. We bless you. We thank you. Lord, I thank you today for these precious listeners, that they would get a better understanding of your love for them, that as they trust that they may be vulnerable when they open up their entire heart to you and give you their entire heart, you will treat it delicately. You will love every fiber of their heart, for you know them, Lord. You knew them before the foundation of the earth. We love you today for loving us, because, Lord, you first loved us. You first chose us. We did not choose you. You chose us first. And we thank you, Lord, for choosing us today. Thank you, Lord, for the intimate time that you invite us in to the secret place in our homes, in our cars, in a quiet place where we work. Lord, when we're on our break, when we're on our lunchtime, let us go into a place where we can sit down and instead of looking at the phone or calling someone, we spend quiet time with you alone with you and your word and meditate on your word day and night lord where we have peace and quiet and be able to focus on the truth which has set us free in the name of jesus amen so not everyone who says to me lord lord will enter the kingdom of heaven but he who does the will of my father who is in heaven verse 22 many will say to me on that day Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and driven out demons in your name and done many mighty works in your name? 23. And then I will say to them openly, publicly, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who act wickedly, disregarding my commands. Now let's stop there and look at this verse 23. He is saying to those people who have said, look, we have done all these things in your name 
and he will say to them in verse 23, openly and publicly, I never knew you. And a lot of us might say, well, of course the Lord knows us. He's the one that created us and he knows all things, so he knows us. But there's a difference between knowing something about someone and having a relationship with them to really get to know them. The Lord may know our thoughts, but if we never talk to him, he never experiences us talking to him. So he never gets us in conversation with him, and we never get to hear from him, or at least we never recognize his voice, or we disregard it, even if we think we hear it, because we don't want to necessarily come to a place where we're having to receive correction from the Lord, or we feel that we're not worthy to receive conversation or love from the Lord. Of course we are worthy. If we were not worthy, then he never would have sent Jesus to die for us. So we are worthy for his love. We didn't do anything to pay for it. We do deserve going to hell, the place of destruction, that broad, spacious way. But the Lord's love for you and I has made it possible. And Jesus' sacrifice at the cross, that testament of love of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, making it all possible through the blood of Jesus at the cross for us to find, for us to obtain that way back to God, that reconciliation. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So we know Jesus is the way back to the Lord. But remember here it says, and then I will say to them openly, publicly, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who act wickedly, disregarding my commands. And I looked up wickedly in the dictionary, and it says, in a way that is evil or is morally wrong. So we are acting in evil and being immoral when we do works in his name and never deciding to spend time with him. Particularly, it says, we are acting wickedly, disregarding his commands. Disregarding his commands, meaning we need to be loving the Lord thy God with our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor as ourselves. Those are the two main greatest commandments the Lord gave us. So we need to love the Lord our God. If you're loving your heavenly Father today, you would want to please him and do what he wants you to do. So wherever you are in life, wherever you are in the world, whoever you come into contact with, do as Jesus did. And Jesus wanted to please his Father. So what did Jesus do? He went about, according to Acts chapter 10, verse 38, he went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. See, God was not without Jesus. God was not separate from Jesus when Jesus was walking the earth and delivering people. So you can tell that the Father wanted those people delivered as well as his son Jesus. So people were getting delivered by the agreement of Jesus, his Father, and the Holy Spirit, and the whole of heaven, the host of heaven, the, all the angels of heaven, they were all in agreement that all those healings needed to be done, and oppression must be dealt with, and people must be set free. Uh, all the captives must be set free. According to Isaiah 61, Jesus said, He has anointed me so that I may set the captives free, bring freedom to the captives. Amen. So we are disregarding the Lord's commands. We are acting wickedly and we are disregarding his commands. When we don't pray for someone, when we consistently are avoiding doing the Lord's work on the earth. 
You know, there might be the odd occasion when it's just not possible to get to someone or to reach someone. We can still pray for them. This is not legalism. This is righteousness. The righteousness is doing the right thing and being in right standing with the Lord. Doing the right thing is praying for someone, helping someone, giving some clothes off of your back for someone. It's giving them some money for food or to pay a bill. It is doing what you would want them to do if you were in the same situation as them. It's righteousness. It's doing the right thing. That would be something the Lord would want you to do. Preach the gospel. Tell someone about Jesus. Tell the people in your life about Jesus because they need to know about Jesus because the enemy has up until now blinded them so that they will not find the truth. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. So today I say, let us not be told by the Lord on that day that he never knew us. I never knew you. Depart from me, you who act wickedly disregarding my commands. Let us not have any way the risk of being told these things by the Lord. Let us be told, well done, thy good and faithful servant. That is what we need to shoot for. So let us make that validation today. Let us check ourselves today to make sure we are doing the right thing, doing the will of the Lord, and at the same time having an amazingly wonderful and loving relationship with our Lord Jesus. And you will truly never be the same again. He will transform you to the degree that you allow him to. So allow the Lord into your heart today. Allow him into every part of your heart so that he can heal Bless every part of your heart. He can speak to you and you will actually be able to discern his voice because you will be one of his sheep. Make sure that you are one of the the sheep in the flock that Jesus has. Amen. Truly follow him. The sheep follow the shepherd. Let us not follow any other thing. Let us not follow any other doctrine or impartation or anything else. You do not need an impartation once you have been imparted with Jesus. You have Jesus living in you. Everything has been given unto him. There is no more impartation needed. Amen. You have what you need. Now go and freely give what you have freely received, and that is Jesus. Believe by faith for whatever the person in front of you needs or whatever you need in your life, and it shall happen. Amen. It shall happen if you do not doubt in your heart. So in the name of Jesus today, I thank you, Lord, for these precious people, that they will know your commands, they will understand your heart, that they will seek you with all of their heart, and they will find you, but they will also do your will upon this earth and obey your commands, so that you do not end up saying to them that you never knew them. Let us know you, Lord, and let us be known by you, that we may have this amazing relationship that you have paid so preciously for. Seek us, Lord, as we seek you, and Lord, convict us by your Holy Spirit when we have not spent time with you so that we may be reminded about your love, Lord, the love that is waiting for us to experience your holy presence in secret places and in public places. And we thank you, Lord, today for being an amazing God, being so good to us, having done so many things for us, Lord. Let us receive freely what you have given us and offered to us in complete understanding of your word as we read your word your scriptures let us be transformed by the renewing of our mind so that we may prove what is that perfect and acceptable and good will 
of God. That's you, Lord Jesus, and your Father. And we bless you today in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have any questions or prayer requests, you can call us at Country Code 1-407-705-3151. That's Country Code 1-407-705-3151. You can also go to our website at tog.world, tog.world. And you can fill out the prayer request form on there, and you can also listen to past broadcasts as well. We're also on YouTube and Facebook under Touch of God Radio. So until next week, you have a blessed week. Amen.